What does it all mean, Basil? It means that this is the location of Dr. Evil's lair. Smashing, Basil. Cool. This coffee smells like shit. It is shit, Austin. Oh, good, then it's not just me. Oldboy is an American thriller film released in 2013 and directed by Spike Lee. Oldboy tells the story of Joe, a man who is searching for the people responsible for his mysterious 20-year imprisonment. This dog shit of a film is available on Prime Video. For your own sake, please do not go out of your way to watch this film and then just join us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. In the year 1993, Joe, an advertising executive, gets drunk after embarrassing himself at a client's dinner party. Heavily intoxicated, he passes out shortly after seeing a woman with a yellow umbrella. He wakes up at a hotel where he is held captive. His captor provides him with food as well as a television, where he sees that his wife has been murdered and that he is the main suspect. He also finds out that his infant daughter Mia gets adopted. Twenty years later, Joe wakes up outside with a cell phone and a wallet. He sees a woman with a yellow umbrella and gives chase. He loses track of her and bumps into a nurse named Marie. Marie offers aid, but Joe refuses. However, he accepts her business card. Joe reunites with his friend Chucky to explain his whereabouts for the past 20 years. He gets a call from his captor, known as the Stranger. Shortly after, Joe collapses. Chucky finds Marie's card and calls her to help. They soon begin an intimate relationship. Determined to get answers, Joe tracks down Chaney, the owner of the warehouse where he was imprisoned. He tortures Chaney and reveals the Stranger hired him. Joe goes back to Chucky's bar that he owns and the Stranger, along with the woman in the yellow umbrella, are there waiting for him. The stranger reveals to Joe that they have kidnapped Mia and that he has 46 hours to figure out his identity. If he is successful, he will commit suicide. With the help from Marie and Chucky, Joe is able to figure out that the stranger is Adrian, a former student at the same academy they attended. It is revealed that Adrian's father had an incestuous relationship with him and his sister Amanda. Stricken with guilt, his father kills his family, then commits suicide. However, Adrian lived and seek revenge for Joe, spreading the rumors of their relationship. Joe goes to Adrian's penthouse to rescue Mia. Adrian informs Joe that he never kidnapped Mia. The woman was a paid actress and that his real daughter is Marie. Adrian keeps his word and kills himself now that Joe identified him. After the revelation, Joe writes a letter to Marie telling her that they can never see each other again. The film mercifully ends with Joe going to Cheney to place him back to the hotel room where he was held captive. You know something, Doug? What? There are certain movies out there that should not be touched as far as a remake goes. Oh, I'll agree with that. And this is fucking one of them, man. I'm heated, brother. I could tell. Mm, we're going to have a fucking field day with this fucking dog shit of a film. <laughs> mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So let's get right into it, bro. I don't want to waste any more fucking time because this fucking... I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> I know you do too, brother. Yeah. I'm heated. <laughs> Fuck. Let's get into it, brother. So let's let's, let's welcome everybody to episode number 22. 22. Fuck yeah. 
episode 22 of Beer in a Movie with the Weeside Boys. We're your hosts. I'm a little ticked off right now, but I'm fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Fuck this movie, dog. <laughs> I'm going to fucking say it right now, bro. I, uh, I, oh shit, dude. I don't even know where to begin, man. Yeah. Because this movie is so fucking bad on all levels, dude. <laughs> Directed by a fucking director that is Spike Lee, who has garnered some, some good shit in his yeah. past. Yeah. Disappointed. Ah, uh, I don't want. I, let's not fucking get too much into it because we got we got to say some shit before we go into our overall th- thoughts. Uh huh. But damn, brother. Yeah, uh, I uh, I need a beer, brother. Yes. So how fu- I'm cute, man. So the discussion does not start without opening up some beers, brother. So please let please don't fucking waste <laughs> any more time. Please let them know what we're fucking having today. All right. Tonight we are drinking a premium lager called Bud Iced. Hey man, I bought ice. I fucking, I remember having this many, many, many years ago. <laughs> I don't remember if I have, or I'm sure I have. I just don't remember. I'm gonna say it right now. I remember this beer being shit. <laughs> All right. Well, it comes in 32 ounces of greatness. So right. let's take a swig, brother. <laughs> I need it. a beer from being so fucking angry with this shit. Okay. It's a tough watch for mm-hmm. the wrong reasons. All right. Swig for the good man. Let's do it, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. You know what? As a kid, uh, as a kid, fuck, should I be saying that? Yeah, I was a kid. I remember this being shit, but I'm now it's not that bad. Yeah, this I mean this tastes like your your regular malt beverage. Yeah, I remember taking this to uh with some of the good brothers of Golden Rider going looking for some fucking ghosts out in fucking Quest Haven. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have Budweiser, we had Bud Ice. Nice. At least I did. Yeah. So yeah. I, I figured a shit movie deserved a shit beer, but this is actually not bad. Mm-hmm. Let's see if the movie turns out the same way, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it says here on the bottle that it's a rich, smooth taste. <laughs> remarkably easy to drink. Yeah, remarkably, it's, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It, it's it's easy to drink because I'm so <laughs> fucking heated right now, bro, to be honest. Yeah. Let me get another swig here. Hmm. And you know what, brother? This is the usual time where we have the shout out of the week and story time. Yeah. But I did not want to have a shout out for anybody for this shit movie. <laughs> like that would have been embarrassing. Yeah. For yeah. them. Okay. All right. So no shout out of the week because we don't want to put anybody with this dog shit of a film. All right. So let's just go right into the ranking, brother. What do you say? Let's do it, man. Let's do it, brother. I'm going to get one more swig here before I get my final ranking. Here's another swig for the Goodman. Cheers. This is honestly not that bad, man. I remember it be like, <laughs> as a kid, fuck, I was about to say it again. I remember like uh, when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. This movie, uh, this movie, this, well, yeah, this movie fuck sucks. <laughs> this fucking beer was like, for some reason, was hard for me to drink. Maybe yeah. because I drank Budweiser so much in my life that I was like, fuck, dude, I, nah, I don't want to drink this shit. It sucks. But this actually isn't that bad, dude. Yeah, maybe I'm, they, uh, maybe they really stepped up the premiumness of this lager. Yeah, man. But, but ice is definitely a beer that you don't associate with even, you know, mediocre. Yeah. This is uh, usually lumped in with, you know, Still Reserve and yeah. what's another shitty one? Colt 45 that we couldn't find. Yeah. Uh, Cobra? Yeah, King Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is usually among the greats down there, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad, man. Yeah, I mean, to give it a ring, bro, put it right down the fucking middle. Two and a half stars out of five for me. Okay. Because this isn't bad. This isn't, like, fucking great either. The only reason I bought this is to fucking put a shit beer with a shit movie, but this is actually all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so two and a half stars out of five for me. Okay. Uh, for me, yeah, I'll give this one a two out of five. I could see myself uh, getting a nice brown paper bag and oh yeah, huh? drinking this on the sidewalk. So, good two out of five for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother! I'll say a nice fucking cheers for that. Let's take one more swig before we get into this dog shit of a movie. Cheers. What do you say? Cheers, brother. Yeah. All right, old boy. The American remake made by Spike Lee. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck. Like I said earlier, man, some movies just do not t- need to be fucking remade. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So, yeah, dude. So, like, I, I fucking want to pull my fucking hair out when I hear that. Some directors want to, like, remake Back to the Future. Oh. It's like, yeah. don't even fucking dare touch those movies, man. They're perfectly fine how they are. You're not going to improve them. Mm-hmm. They have its own... Fu- Excuse me. Oh, shit. There it is. <laughs> burp of the week. There we go. Burp of the week. You're not going to enhance the fucking movie by any way. At least yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. You know, and I will say, I think Hollywood has this bad habit of remaking these movies, but they go real serious. They yeah. and they kind of lose the forest for the trees. Another example would be kind of like the Total Recall remake, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody loves that movie. It's a cult classic. And what makes it so great is Arnold Schwarzenegger's goofy ass yeah. and all the other characters in it. You know, like, I know your favorite quote is the cornflakes go, <laughs> yeah. right? And people remember that shit, right? But then yeah. nobody remembers fucking Colin Farrell in the remake. Yeah. It's like... They went. They go serious, and they suck all the soul out of it. And they lose all the charm, and yeah. then it just it. What's the point, right? Yeah, bro. And then to even fucking make the movie worse, dude, is that they even got Brian Cranston fresh out of fucking Breaking Bad <laughs> know, right? to help out, dude. And he, huh? he didn't even fucking add anything to this fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, don't fuck directors, dude. Like fuck remake it if you're going to remake a movie if you're going to improve it yes don't do it for the sake of fucking doing this man. yeah yeah you they just suck all the soul out of it and it's just it's there's if you don't have that charm what what made the original old boy so great is you know the camera work the acting and just Mm -hmm. all the 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 soul that's in it man and it's just not here fuck dude ah Fuck it. Let's get with the let's get, let's get right into it, brother. Mm-hmm. Let's at least like uh, do the premise of it because at least it's somewhat different, you yeah. know. Yep. It's like because uh, in old boy, uh, as we go along, I'm gonna do my best to fucking compare the amazing movie that is old boy to this dog shit of a film. Okay. <laughs> so the premise is that there's a there's a man named Joe who uh, he's an advertising executive. He's an alcoholic. Yeah, they they really play up the alcoholic in this version. Yeah, but they do it lazily. We'll get into that in a little yeah. bit, dude. It's yep. real fucking lazy how they do it. Mm-hmm. But he's he's an al- he's an advertising executive. He's a fucking alcoholic. He gets in prison mysteriously for twenty years. Like the old boy remake is fifteen years, but it's like ooh, fucking let's add fucking five years to make a difference. It's yeah, I don't fucking identity. I don't dude. know why they do that. Maybe because Elizabeth Olsen was older. Maybe that's why. But who Could the fuck be. knows? I, she, I mean, fuck. She, she still looks like she was like fucking like in her teens. Mm-hmm. They could play off like she was eighteen or whatever. Eh, fuck, that's just my opinion. Yeah. You know, so that's the premise of this shit. Um, and then he again, yeah, like in Old Boy, the the good one, <laughs> the good one <laughs> is that he's he gets released and he's looking for answers, vengeance in this shit. Uh-huh. All right. So let's get into the fucking characters. We already mentioned Joe, 
who's the main character. Yep. He's played by Josh Brolin. Yep. Josh Brolin is a cool actor, man. Yeah. I enjoyed Josh Brolin's movies, but hmm, it's a shame that he had to get he had to be like like casted for this shit. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get into Marie, who is uh played by Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. She is the nurse mm-hmm. that uh uh fucking Joe bumps into later on that we'll get into in a bit. Mm-hmm. Some other side characters, we're going to go with Adrian, who is like the villain in this fucking movie. Yeah. Played by Charlton Copley. I've seen, if you've seen uh, Hardcore Henry, you've seen him. Mm. And then some of the other movies that we'll get into later. But uh, I will say this, man, is that uh, I was so unimpressed with this fucking movie that when we get into the later work, I'm just going to go with fucking one movie each because <laughs> I'm not going to fucking go into the, They don't deserve it. Yeah. As far right. as I, <laughs> I'm concerned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then let's go. Let's go into Chucky, which is the friend, yeah, of Joe, mm-hmm. played by Michael Imperioli. So if you've seen The Sopranos, yep, you've seen him there. Yep. Uh, I've never seen The Sopranos, but even I know he's in that fucking yep. show. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Have you seen The Sopranos, bro? Is it worth checking out? I started. I hear, I hear amazing things about it. I started watching it actually last year. I believe it was. I decided to put my foot down and watch all the seasons. I made it to the first season. It it wasn't bad. I don't know. Maybe coming to it at such a later time, it didn't really suck me in that much, but I stopped there and I haven't gone back to it, so I need to go back. So I can't really pass full judgment. Gotcha, man. Mm-hmm. One day I'll, I'll go out of my way to check it out. Yeah. Because I hear nothing but- Good I things, always, yeah. yeah. I always hear that, like, like the consensus is that Breaking Bad and, and The Sopranos are like fucking 1A yeah. and 1B as like the greatest fucking shows of all time. Uh-huh. So- if it's compared to, um, or I should say Breaking Bad is compared to it as far as on par with it, then I got to go out of my way to check it out. Definitely. Yep. So I'm going to do that one day. Mm-hmm. The last character we're going to get into is Chaney, who's like pretty much like the owner of this warehouse where fucking Joe is in prison, played mm-hmm. by fucking good old Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. You know what though? Samuel L. Jackson, he's been in so many fucking movies. Yeah. His, his fucking like catalog is fucking long, man. Yeah. You know, so he's- He's due for some duds every once <laughs> yeah, in a while. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Samuel Jackson, you would think such a big name, man, but his performance is just, he just phones it in, man. It's <laughs> its not even good, dude. Yeah. Like, I did say he's in some shit movies, right? Like, uh-huh. Because of his kind of, I mean, fuck, dude, he was in fucking Deep Blue Sea. Remember that fucking movie? <laughs> yeah, I do. And, yeah. and the, thing, the thing is, I, what I remember about that fucking movie is him when he dies. Yeah, spoiler feel, alert. You know, fuck I, that movie. Don't watch it. I will say, I feel like his acting in Deep Blue Sea was better than here. So, Way uh, better than this shit. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what do you think of his mohawk? <laughs> uh, he had it. It was originally blonde, right? In the ninety, yeah. in the early nineties, and then it he just was like, "Fuck it, it's gonna be black now or whatever." But <laughs> I mean, it's blonde in the movie, right? But he changes it, right? Like in the present day, once he escapes, I think it's just Ooh, it's black funny. again, right? Ah. Like it's just his regular normal hair, not dyed. But gotcha, man. Um, I okay. mean, so here, here's another thing before we go into the plot, brother. Uh-huh. Is that when? When we decide, all right, dude, we're going to fucking review this movie and compare it to the fucking amazing one. Yeah. So, like, it, to me, it felt like fucking a chore to fucking go back and watch it. Because when I watched it, I was so fucking disappointed. Uh-huh. So, fucking, I took an energy drink <laughs> and made sure to fucking, like, watch this movie. Yeah. And even with that fucking monster that I drank, dude, I was fucking dozing off and shit. Yeah. I will say this one did not keep me captivated throughout the entire film. I found myself drifting and just... Yeah, I will say I feel like the first third of the movie, I was like, eh, you know, this isn't that bad. It's kind of faithful, but then it was all downhill from there for me. Yeah, brother. 
So we're going to get into the plot, brother, but let's get one more swig for the good men. Let's do it, man. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's get into this fucking plot. Let's do it. Fucking takes place in 1993. Uh-huh. All right, Donna, the the wife of Joe, fucking hmm. calls Joe, says, hey, where the fuck are you? Yep. It's your daughter's third third birthday. Mm-hmm. So in the remake, uh, or excuse me, in the, the good one, uh, the daughter's four years old. Uh-huh. Right here, she's three. Yep. Ooh, fucking big difference right there, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, dude. It's like, uh, one thing I will say they kind of did a somewhat good thing is that they made Joe to look like a piece of shit because he makes it seem like he doesn't fucking care about his daughter because he says like, oh, you know what? She's three, Donna. She's three. She's going to have plenty of birthdays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, this definitely shows that he's a real piece of shit. But I mean, he does in a piece of shit way have a point, right? Because mm-hmm. how many of us remember our third birthday party, right? I mean, yeah. fuck, I really don't. So, like, technically, you're right. Yeah, she's not going to remember him being there, but you're a piece of shit father if you're not there. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to be there, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't huh. matter. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the reason he can't show up is because he's going to a client dinner, mm-hmm. right? And then fucking more of his fucking piece of shit side fucking goes into this fucking dinner because he's meeting with this, like, super important fucking client. Yeah. And he brings a date, which is his wife, right? Mm-hmm. And he's fucking hitting on her, dude. He's hitting yeah. on the dude's wife. Yeah, it was such a weird scene because, like, he he actually does knock it out of the park, right? Like, he convinces the client to, mm-hmm. you know, talk business, and he's they're going to work together. And then once uh, the client goes to the bathroom, he hits on his wife just, like, without giving a fuck. And then yeah. totally misreads the whole situation. She pretty much calls him a scumbag, and then he loses the client because of that. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? It completely embarrasses himself. Fucking yeah. loses everything. This is what this is what leads him to get even more fucking drunk. Yeah, right? he's like, let's get fucked up. Yeah. Yep. So while he's getting all fucked up, man, he okay, nice little fucking homage here, I will admit. Uh-huh. That uh he goes to buy a gift and it's those fucking wings mm, that yeah. was in the first movie. Well, the the vendor lady's wearing them. Yo, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah bro. Mm-hmm. It, so he doesn't buy the wings, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, a callback to the original film. Like she's wearing them. He ends up buying some like Little trinket instead. Yeah, you know why I said that, dude? Because mm. that's what would have been better if he fucking did that. So oh, I'm okay. trying to improve that the fucking movie as I'm watching it, dude. Yeah, I think they were just trying to go for like, oh, here's a here's a cool callback, but it's gonna be different. But yeah, for, but I mean, whatever. He ends up buying this like figurine, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Who gives a fuck about it? Not <laughs> even like. Really... Yeah, it, it doesn't have any significance or anything. Yeah. Yeah, zero importance. Mm-hmm. So he ends up going to his friend uh, Chucky's yeah. fucking bar. Yeah. Right. So like in the in the other movie, like when he gets like intoxicated, Desu, mm-hmm. he gets like fucking bailed out by by his friend, mm-hmm. and then they call like the wife and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Completely different here because yeah, like it's like in the first movie you can see that fucking Desu and and Juwan are like close friends because he bails them out and uh-huh. shit, and then he even has like the presence of mind to like call his wife and say like, oh yeah, he's I had to bail him out and shit. Yeah, and yeah. then he gets kidnapped. And this shit, there's like really no friendship. It fucking feels like because he's just going to the bar that his friend fucking owns. Yeah. And, and like he like knocks on the door and he comes out and he's like, no, no, you said you wouldn't do this. And then he just turns him away. It's there's like I said, there, there's no soul to that. It's yeah. Just, okay. there's, there's no friendship and mm-hmm. shit because like a real homie would have been like, hey, dude, like, like, all right, man, like I'll fucking you're, you're fucked up, dude. How about let me close down? We'll get you sobered up. Maybe like we'll fucking we're talking shit. But well, he's like. He's like, no, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm gonna close the fucking curtains on you. He does say because uh, Joe comes in. He's like, hey, let's let's get a drink. And he, Chucky, does say of coffee. He's yeah. like, no, fuck that. And then that's just it. It's like a 
a 30 second scene where you're supposed to believe that they're best friends. Yeah. They did such a fucking poor job <laughs> yeah. on it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, ugh, come on, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was just fucking bad, dude. But then fucking Chucky w- goes and checks to see if like fucking he's still there uh-huh. and he's gone. But the mm-hmm. figurine is still there. Yeah. On the doorstep. Yep. So this is like their fucking way of saying that he got fucking kidnapped, dude. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just shit compared to the first one. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Because at least in the first one, he's on the phone and then the camera starts panning over and then he disappears mm-hmm. and this one it's like uh, the figurines right in front and yeah. then he's like looking to see for this supposed friend yeah there's no fucking real like uh not, at least i didn't get the fucking impression there was like cool fucking like relationship between them yeah when the first one there clearly was yeah 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 it's fucking trash but like when before he leaves like he fucking sees it some chick's holding a yellow umbrella uh-huh and then fucking like disappears yep and shit like that uh off the bat, dude, I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in the fucking room. But then he like it's like he fucking wakes up in the room, dude, but he like he thinks it's like, oh, he thinks it's just like a like he had like a bender and shit like that, you know? Yeah, like he hooked up with that with that girl with a bre- umbrella. Yeah. Because he even fucking goes on to say, like, yo, where's the phone? Mm-hmm. And shit like that. So then right there he realizes that he's he's being held captive. Yeah. And shit like that. <sighs> Man. This is the part that fucking that I thought was fucking stupid too. Is that like at least like in the first one, like you know how like they have that little scene where like the door, uh-huh. right? Like man, he shows so much fucking emotion uh-huh. and shit like that. And this one he doesn't, dude. It doesn't. He doesn't even fucking try to fucking escape or even grab the fucking guy. And well, shit he like he that. does. Like when they open the the bottom, he does do the same thing where he sticks his head out. He's like, "What do I do?" But it's. It's not acted nearly as well. Yeah, not even close, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's executed poorly. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like he didn't fucking try. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, why do I even give a fuck about this, dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it, it lacked emotion that like it clearly had in the first one. Yes. Yeah, it just wasn't convincing at all. Yeah, in the first one, you knew that he had been there for a while. and Because even when he's like grabbing the guy's feet, he's like, how long am I here for? Another month? Another yeah. three? And this one, he it's like, it just seems like it's the same day. Yeah. Like, it's not even, you know, it's just. Yeah. And here's another part I fucking hated, dude. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, in the first one, like, you know how, like, they, they give him the same fucking food the entire time? Yeah. Like, he gets, like, his fucking tray of, like, the food, mm-hmm. and he spits it out immediately. Yeah. Without even fucking making it a point that he's had the same shit the entire time. But here's the thing. They fucking change up his fucking, they give him, like, a variety of food. Yeah, you know, I was confused about that. I figured, do they, they give him different food or do they just give him in different packaging? They give him different food because, okay. like, it's, it's yeah, it's packaged differently. There's also, like, they even give him vodka. They yeah. give him, like, a bunch of shit, dude. Yes. And, like, it's, it's like, is he only spitting it out because he's a fucking picky eater? Give me a fucking break, dog. I just assumed it's because he thought it tastes like shit. They were just rushing to it like it doesn't taste good. But, uh, yeah, they give him the alcohol, too, because they're really playing up the alcoholic angle in this one yeah in in the first one that wasn't even a part he was just kind of like a uh happy drunk mm-hmm. but in this one he's like a hardcore he needs alcohol every day alcoholic so it's like I that still, was weird i still feel like they did it really lazy how they did because it's like um like in the first one desu's already fucking drunk and he's belligerent mm-hmm. you can already see yeah and this one they're like shoving it in front of you it's like oh i'm putting fucking alcohol in my fucking during my lunch break yeah oh um, i'm making sure that you know that i'm an alcoholic because they're gonna give him vodka with his fucking variety of yeah. food yeah like, i just don't understand why that needed to be such a central focus in this one because I, I don't need in the last one it wasn't at all yeah yeah and again man he's a fucking picky eater like yeah it's fucking stupid man mm-hmm. so then like 
So one thing I forgot to mention is that in this fucking room, they give them like TV. Yeah. Just like like they had in the other one. Uh-huh. No fucking problems there. It's just as fucking stupid though, is that like they, they fucking put this like fucking aerobics fucking music or a fucking like video with some lady mm-hmm. to fucking get him like horny and shit <laughs> yeah. so that he can start like jerking off and shit yeah. like that because but again like they failed to mention how long he's fucking been there yeah they, i think they just you could tell he's got like a, a fuller beard because yeah. he, he was clean shaven but it's like it's pretty lazy there's no narration in this one which also i felt like added a lot to the first one uh in this in this remake it's just quiet it's just you're just kind of left to figure it out, and it just doesn't translate well. Yeah. So to kind of compare this scene with the other one uh-huh. is that they did such a good job with like Desu saying like, "Oh, dude, I haven't fucking seen a woman in forever." Yep. So he goes up to the the fucking TV mm-hmm. and he starts jerking off. Here they make it seem like, "Oh, fuck, there's a chick doing like aerobics. Yeah, cool, I'm gonna start jerking off. Exactly. And I'm, yeah. I'm gonna cover myself with this pillow uh-huh. just because I'm like a perv. And yeah, shit like exactly. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then he gets fucking gassed. Yeah. No problems here because that's what happens in the other one. Yeah, but in the other one, he does mention it like in his narration. Once again, he says, oh, here comes the gas. That means I'm going to go sleepy or whatever. He says like something like that, right? Yeah. And then in this one, it's just there's gas and he passes out, which is like, okay, that conveys the point, but just in a kind of sloppy, direct way. Yeah. And then so when he gets gassed, dude, they get like his fingerprints and shit. Mm-hmm. They get his hair mm-hmm. and shit to collect to set him up for murder for his wife and shit because yeah. like he sees... <laughs> this is another part I got fucking like I was like this is fucking stupid dude so once once they take like the samples and shit they make it seem like it's the next fucking day where like they, they fucking frame him for murder yeah and shit like that and then he sees it on the TV he's like oh fuck like that's my that's my wife that's been murdered uh-huh. and so they have like the, the lady fucking explaining and the news she explains all this fucking crazy information <laughs> but in the very back you see his daughter get carried away and it's like, yo, like, how did you get all this fucking information within only a little amount of time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was so fucking dumb, dude. And then and then the whole point with, like, him hallucinating with the bellboy? It's like, why? Yeah. Just because he's drunk? Or just of the gas? Like, fucking I think do a better job to describe this shit. They man. were trying to make connection with the first film. I know we didn't touch into it into our last review, but yeah. in the first film, Desu hallucinates the ants, remember? Mm-hmm. And I think they were trying to carry that over, but it doesn't ever play further. Yeah, into like we just see he's hallucinating the bellboy, and that's it. Yeah, it's never mentioned again ever. Yeah. So and and then like for for you saying that like the ants and shit. Mm -hmm. At least in this one, they do bring in an animal for this shit. So that's where he like they to make it seem like like a bunch of like time has already passed by. Uh Finally, they start addressing it. Mm -hmm. Is that he starts making friends with these fucking rats? Oh yeah, yeah. Like the baby Mm -hmm. rats and shit. Like that that, was fucked up. That was yeah. Yeah, and then like another thing too is that like he makes like this fuck. He gets this like pillowcase right, Mm -hmm. and he smears blood all over it. So they make (laughs) it seem like it's fucking Wilson from Castaway. Did you get the same fucking impression? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's like hugging it and like cuddling it. Yeah. Yeah, and then so like yeah, whatever. He makes friends with these fucking rats. But it's like really like really quick and they don't really have time to fucking like to kind of marinate that they like he's fucking lonely that he befriends these fucking rats and shit. Yeah. So that when he gets his next dinner, it's the fucking rats. Yeah. You know? That was still pretty that was a pretty sad. Yeah, I mean fucking, I will say, yeah, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it happened so fucking quickly to mm-hmm. the point where I'm just like, why do I even give a fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't give me time to fucking care about these fucking rats and yeah. shit like that. It, it happened was, it too, was too quick, quick, yeah. Yeah. And then so for the next scene, dude, he tries to cut himself to commit suicide because he said, fuck this, you know? Yeah. 
But then, but here's the thing, dude. It's like when he fucking like when he's when he cuts himself, dude. He fucking notices out of nowhere that he fucking sees like a camera and shit, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's like okay, like so to kind of back up a little bit. It's like you fucking covered yourself with a pillow when you're jerking off, like it's like what the fuck dude like how, like there was no camera there why'd you cover yourself now you see that it's like do you, do you not give a fuck about that you know what i mean yeah yeah makes I, sense I, I, I might be nitpicking here on that one brother but like give me a fucking break dude like i just thought like it was poor fucking like timing to bring in this fucking camera that he realizes that it's there now yeah would you agree i do agree and i think in the first one do they ever make a point that he knows that he's being surveilled i don't feel like they they ever mentioned it in the first one i could be wrong but in this one, um, no, they they fucking. It's not until he gets released when he realizes when he goes to the get the dumpling, uh-huh. and he goes back, and then he realizes like, fuck, you were watching me the whole time. Yeah, to, to park. And then yeah, in this one, they want you to know, you know, during his stay, which is okay, whatever. Yeah. Mm. So then he ends up finding out on TV that his daughter was adopted. Yeah. Here's here's the twist. They throw this twist in there, right? And I'm immediately yeah. suspicious because everybody who's watching this movie has seen the original. I mean, I feel At least like you'd think I would think it'd be kind of weird to be like, oh, let me check out this movie called Old Boy, you know, and just go into it blind. But I mean, stranger things have happened. But yeah, they throw in this twist. You're like, oh, immediately he sees his daughter, you know, and I'm already immediately suspicious. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the okay, so they're going to eliminate the biggest twist. No, there's no fucking way. Right. But yeah, so I'm, I'm already on alert, but uh, go ahead. Yeah. So apparently she plays a cello very well. Yeah. He fucking sees her. He's mm-hmm. really proud. Yep. And then he decides, all right, you know what? I'm going to fucking quit drinking. I'm going to start getting fit mm-hmm. for her, which yep. is a pretty cool fucking like, thing. Because like early in the movie, he didn't give a fuck about his daughter. Exactly. Right? So now he sees that she's all grown up. He's been there a long fucking time. Yeah. They start fucking addressing this shit. And he's like, hey, man, it's time to change my fucking ways. Yes. No fucking problems with this fucking part. But I will say this, bro. Like, you know how like in in Old Boy, the remake, uh, the, the original one? Yes. Like, you know how when when Daisu was in the in the prison or whatever like yeah. he, he, in the very beginning mm-hmm. like he's chunky he doesn't have the facial hair <laughs> yeah right so then when you do when he gets like locked up in the actual fucking like hotel room uh-huh like yeah there's a difference there because his hair gets long and shit like that uh-huh. but you can see like in his face dude that he's he's put on like he's lost weight he like you see like he's fucking like actually fucking fit uh-huh because he's like shadow boxing and shit like that Josh Brolin honestly doesn't really fucking look any different from his face and shit like that. And then like he does do like some shadow boxing or whatever, but it doesn't do enough because he's really just working out because he's yeah. watching yoga videos and he's doing sit ups and shit. I, I go, that's not going to help you with combat. I will say, though, that they do try to make it a point to show that Josh Brolin is like an alcoholic and he's out of shape because uh-huh. there's a couple scenes where he doesn't have a shirt on and he's like standing in front of the mirror and he's got like a big old fat beer gut. Yeah. And... Now that I'm looking back on it now, I don't remember if they actually show him get ripped, but I assume in the in the later parts of the movie, he doesn't have a big fat beer gut. So mm-hmm. I guess they didn't do a great job of explaining it like they did in the first one where he like actually trained so hard. I just feel like they glossed over it really quickly. I agree with that, brother. Mm-hmm. One thing I did forget to mention is that while this time he's in there, he's doing his journals, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, well, this, he's writing. He's writing letters to his daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yes. So, fuck, dude, this part, fucking, like, uh, I was like scratching my head at this part because at this point, dude, when he's like changing his shit, right? He's like, I gotta change. Uh-huh. So then he tries to fucking escape. Yep. Right. And it's like, okay, dude, I'm gonna fucking leave. 
And then like, like, dude, he pretty much has his fucking body on the other side. <laughs> yeah. So he gets his fucking Wilson pillowcase and he puts his <laughs> shit in there, dude. Right. And he's about to take off. Yeah. But and then, then he sees the TV with his see, daughter. He, yep. sees a, he sees the TV with the daughter, dude. And it's like, dumb fuck. Like, get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking gas comes out, dude. Yeah. And like, the, like it's like, dumb fuck. If you stay there, you're going to fucking go to sleep. Yeah. He even fucking sees it. You, he turns around, fucking sees it, but he's like, nah, I'm going to see this fucking TV. <laughs> like, dumb fuck, get out of there. Escape. Yeah. But he says, nah, fuck, I'm going to stay here. And then he fucking drops. And I'm like, yep. you fucking idiot, dude. Like, why am I rooting for this fucking moron? Yeah. And then, like, the first one, he wakes up in the trunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say, this scene cemented the fact that the twist, Spike Lee, or Spike Jones, I'm sorry. he No, was, Spike Lee. You're right. Spike Lee. Spike Jones. Spike Lee was... Uh, <laughs> He's a respected great fucking director. <laughs> uh, he was trying to trick us all, but when Joe wakes up and he's he's in the trunk and he's already got money, he still has all his letters, which weren't taken yeah. away from him, and he has a phone now, like an iPhone. Yeah. Or whatever, because this is, what, 2013 now? Yeah. And... Uh, uh, a whole 20 years later. Yes. So he, when you look at the phone, it's got the background screensaver as his daughter, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not his daughter. With like with like a time, like yeah. A, with like fucking time running out and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But the picture on the background, I'm like, okay, this is not his daughter. They were too heavy handed with this, like trying to be deceitful. It's just it does that up. So I already knew something was up. Me too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, watching this shit, I said, "Fuck, you're not fooling me, man." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good fucking point on that, bro. Uh huh. And then so like like you mentioned, dude. So he's free after 20 years and shit. He sees the fucking chick with the yellow umbrella, so uh-huh. he goes after it. Yep. And then there's this whole fucking fight scene that's fucking stupid because like yeah. like like he fucks up a bunch of football players. Yeah, like at a high school like football field. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was nothing about it, dude, that that I fucking enjoyed, dude. Yeah. And then it's like these fucking football players, you can see that they're fucking drinking beer. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking chicks that they're with are drinking the same shit. It's like, why are you even fucking there in the first place, dude? Yeah, it was like who would the fuck would bring beer to the fucking high school? Yeah. While were... you're in your fucking like football gear. Yeah, they were trying to mimic that first scene or that scene in the original where, you know, he fucks up those guys when he takes a cigarette. Yeah. But it just didn't translate well. Fucking not at all, dude. So he still goes after the chick in the yellow umbrella. And then he sees the umbrella, but like he thinks he has her, but it's it's some dude that just has it, some old dude. Uh-huh. Right. And this is the introduction to fucking uh, Marie, played by Elizabeth Olsen. So she's like a nurse who's like treating these like homeless people, right? Yeah. At some van or something like that. Yep. Yeah, um, eh, I'm not honestly not much of a fan of any of the Olsen twins. Yeah, neither am I. Unless we're talking about Full House, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah, Full House, I'll, I'm down with. But I, to be honest, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big Olsen, Olsen yeah. family fan. Yeah. So like, she offers him fucking help and shit like that, but he doesn't want to. Uh huh. But then accepts her business card. Uh huh. Right. I thought they did a poor job of saying that there's any way of them fucking ever wanting to re- uh, like interact ever again. Well, I will say they force it more in this one where she was like, because she chases after him after he runs away. Yeah. And, and she's like, she has like a, a natural interest in him that it just, it didn't, in the, the first movie, you know, they're having sushi and they're like conversing. It's a little bit more natural. And this one, it's more forced. Way more. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I just, I don't understand why. Like, <laughs> because there's no chemistry between them, exactly brother. yeah that's why dude. it's exactly it's like set up and forced so it's like okay yeah so so she he fucking says no to the help but takes a business card mm-hmm. and makes him fucking go back to the bar where chucky owns yes and shit like that 
so then he kind of like catches him up on the past 20 years and tells him that whole fucking story. Yeah. And then I did mention like he gets the fucking phone, right? Because he wakes up with the phone in the wallet and shit. Yep. But then he gets a call from his captor, mm-hmm. right? So I like, in the first one, it's fucking dope, dude, because mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh shit. It's like really like, like, who are you? And it's very yeah. mysterious. Yep. And then he starts naming off all these people that he's fucked over. Uh-huh. Like he gets a phone call and it's this fucking shitty like British accent, oh, yeah. right? Oh, that just dude. wasn't very convincing at all. Uh-huh. And it just didn't sound very intimidating at the fucking least, like absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. So he fucking hangs up and then he decides to start Googling all the fucking names of these people that he's fucked over in the past, uh-huh. which I think I don't find anything bad in that because like in the in the first one, like he was like fucking making a list of all the people he fucked over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same shit with here, just yep. like it's different years. So now he has access to fucking computers and shit. Like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like the thing is though, like he fucking passes out though, mm-hmm. right? And like, would you find it a? Fl- I mean, I I get this, bro. Is that fucking Chucky? Fucking like he cares for his friend, right? Uh huh. At least we think he's his fucking friend, right? Yeah. Because yeah. The, the the fucking dynamic just isn't there, you know. <laughs> but like, instead of calling nine one one, he fucking calls like he looks for his fucking for his shit, and then that's where he finds the business card. Yeah, and he calls her. Yep. What do you think about that, bro? Like, do you think it was like, because you, you called 911 when someone collapses, don't you think? Yeah, well, he was about to call 911, right? But then he sees, he looks through his hand and sees, or wherever it was, he finds the business card and then he calls her instead. He hangs up. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like lazy, sloppy writing. Yeah, to to make a fucking, uh, like, uh, to kind of back up old boy, the first one, mm-hmm. then you're probably saying, well, then why didn't fucking Meadow call the fucking cops, right? Well, this exactly. is the thing. They're hypnotized, man. Yeah. They're not supposed to. In this fucking movie, there's no fucking hypnotism. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. So they could have fucking called 911. Like, I'm not going to fucking go in and say a business card like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do fuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up this fucking person, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm calling 911, dude. Yeah. It, it's just ah, it's fucking It's dumb, just weird, dude. too, because like in this one, he just he passes out, quote unquote, because of exhaustion. Yeah. It's not even like it's not even because of like the hypnotism. It's just I don't know, man. It's just. <laughs> it's just fucking weird, dude. Like it's just so weird. Dog shit. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's another way to put it. Yeah. Say, if I take a swig every time we say dog shit. Here's another one. Dog shit. <laughs> hey, bro, let's have a swig. Yeah, because I'm fucking getting up to yeah, it. This delicious, Cheers, cre- brother. Creamy yeah. lager, Bud Light or Bud Ice. Mm-hmm. Swig for the good man right there. Cheers. Get back into it, bro. Yeah. All right. So, Marie gets called in. Fucking helps him recover. Mm-hmm. But he ends up, uh, she, excuse me, she ends up fucking reading all his letters. And yeah. then on cue, fuck, just wakes up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm, exactly. Yep. You don't fucking look at my fucking letters, dude. Yep. You know? Like, the way he, like, he, he like, forces himself on her. <laughs> it's like he's really fucking, like, like making it seem like, I'll, I'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah. You know? Kind of yeah. thing. So it makes me believe, why the fuck did she fall for him then? If, like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't to know. To kind of go it... a little forward, like, into this shit, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, but so, like, after she reads all the fucking letters, she's, like, she, like, feels sorry for him, so she mm-hmm. wants to help him find out everything. Yeah, because so she, she believes it, yeah. Yeah, so this is, where, like, where, like, they go to, like, the retirement home mm-hmm. because they go to his old boss because he thinks it could have been his old boss. Yeah, he starts going down the list of all the people that he yeah. thought that he wronged. <laughs> but this part was so fucking stupid, dude, because, like, he goes to his, like, a retirement home, right? Mm-hmm. And so he fucking sees his boss. He's old as shit. <laughs> and he's like, dude, he, mentally, he's not up there, right? Yeah. So then they fucking leave. And then they ask him, like, oh, why don't you think it was him? And he's like, oh, because it can't be him because he looked happy. 
When the fuck did he look happy? Oh no, you 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 got it mixed up. So the he has a list, right? And his ex boss was one of them. He goes and looks up his ex boss, and he's the one that's like a dementia patient, like in the nursing home. Uh huh. And then there's another. The next guy is the guy that they're looking. They're like spying on, and they're they're like at some banquet or or like I don't know, like a day party or something. And then he's like accepting an award or something, and he's like, "No, that guy looks like he's happy." So you you got them mixed. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're different people. This yeah. had to have been when I fucking dozed yeah. off for the okay, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, it's not a fault on mine. It's a fault for them for fucking getting me bored. Yeah, man. I mean, this whole point was this whole scene or these scenes were just kind of like. But whatever. did the dude look happy though? Yeah, because he was like accepting an award or something, or like he was with his church group. I like I said, that's how much I paid attention. Yeah. Also, so okay. So here's another thing, dude. So he got a call from the fucking from his captor, right? He clearly has a British accent. Mm-hmm. So the people did he talk to? Did they no. have British accents? He didn't even talk to anyone. He was just like spying <laughs> on them. What the, the, the fuck this dog? <laughs> yeah, right? they, they come give me. F- then it can't be based off of the fucking accent. Yeah. And, and sure, you can be like, like, oh, you could be fucking playing with me, maybe. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, his boss didn't have a British accent. Fuck, like you already knew dude. that. Right? <laughs> what a fucking colossal waste of time that is, bro. It was. I mean, I guess they're trying to like deflect your attention, but it's just yeah. just poorly done. Yeah. Fuck. Spike Lee, dog. Give me a fucking <laughs> break, dude. All right. So next scene, brother. Fucking he decides. <laughs> Swag for the good men for that one. I like your, your total voice. Is yeah. Epic on that one. Swig for the good men right there. Next scene. Fucking he decides uh, he's going to hit up every single fucking blue dragon to get this fucking dumpling meal. Yeah. Which I think is fucking stupid because like they didn't. Obviously, they gave him a variety of food. So it can't be like the same shit that he had over and over because he d- clearly did not have the same fucking food over and over. Yeah, I don't know. But he does find, he finds like a snippet of one of the, the takeout boxes. That's, it just says dragon this time. Yeah. So. And then he goes to this certain one that he goes to where he sees a fucking massive order. Mm-hmm. Decides to follow it. Yep. I thought it was fucking stupid because yeah. like he fucking, le- like he chases after the dude. <laughs> but then he takes, he takes the hammer instead of fucking following it. Like yeah. instead of finding one. Uh-huh. Like in like, uh. Desu found the hammer in Mito's fucking like Yeah. Room. Yep. So it's like, oh, how, how fucking convenient is that this lady's fucking using the fucking hammer? <laughs> and I'm going to take her fucking bike. Yep. And then the building wasn't even that fucking far away, dude. It was like too convenient and close for my fucking liking. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even feel like he exerted any fucking energy. Yeah. You know? But I will say this, bro. We got to give it some slack, at least for some, because I'm, I'm fucking digging here for some fucking good points. Okay. This part is pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. where we see fucking good old Rami Malik for fucking <laughs> two seconds, right? I know the exact moment you're talking about. This yeah. is my favorite part of the film. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because I fucking saw, hey, there's Rami Malik. Then he fucking- There goes seconds. Rami Malik. <laughs> exactly, right, dude? dude. That was the best part, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh... he fucks up good old Mr. Robot right there with a hammer, dude. I will give it his credit. That mm-hmm. that scene was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, It was pretty fucking dope. And this is where we get the introduction of Samuel L. Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. So Chaney, his fucking name. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's compare here, bro. So when he gets a hold of fucking Samuel Cheney right here, yeah, and tortures him, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Cheney is supposed to be Mister Park, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So to make some uh, some sort of fucking comparison here, as far as the torture scene goes, is that an old boy, the the good one, is that you can everybody's had their fucking teeth pulled out at least once or twice <laughs> in their fucking life, so we can at least fucking know that it's somewhat fucking yeah, it's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Even with Novocaine, like still it fucking sucks. On this dog shit of a remake, the fucking torture scene is that Samuel L. Jack or Cheney, excuse me, 
is fucking laid down and they cut pieces of his fucking throat out. Yeah, you know, I thought that was pretty brutal in its own way, but uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. But we can't relate to it. Who the fuck has had been fucking laid down and had pieces of their fucking throat cut out? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So off the bat, don't fucking like this. And then mm-hmm. he's like, well, we're going to fucking, we're going to put salt on these fucking wounds and then pours like fucking water over it. Yeah. But it's like by pouring salt in it, aren't you kind of like fucking like disinfecting the wound like that? <laughs> yeah. So are you helping them or not, motherfucker? What are I you doing? Would, yeah. Technically, but salt is very painful if you ever. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get that. But you're also fucking helping them. Hmm. What part of fucking torture is that then? Again, yeah. nitpick right there maybe, but like no. But yeah. I, I get what they're saying. They're just trying to like fuck up Cheney here. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> this part fucking pissed me off too. So it's like he fucking gets, he tortures him to the point where like fucking Cheney tells him, like, "Yeah, dude, fucking the stranger fucking he hired me to fucking keep you locked up and yeah, shit." Yeah, he tells him to go li- listen to the tapes, right? And yeah. then he says, "Listen to the fucking tapes." Mm-hmm. And then the fucking idiot, instead of fucking like getting the tapes and fucking leaves. He fucking listens to it right there, which gives him, which, which like the noise of the fucking tapes gives the, uh, like another person fucking, fucking comes in, hears it because of the noise. Well, was it even that? I think they, they came in and they saw the dead bodies, right? You know, uh-huh. of, of Remy Melek and, uh, the, the delivery guy that he killed. So yeah. I, I think that's what tips them off. And then they, they hit the alarm or something. Gotcha. But like the noise could not have fucking helped either. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have been. You should have just taken the fucking tape and left. Exactly what I'm trying to say, bro. Yeah. It's like fucking, but oh no, I'm going to fucking be, I'm going to be mm. a fucking like badass that uh, I have not been portrayed at all. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking like listen to these fucking tapes. Mm. And so then here comes like, and I put it in quotes, fucking fight scene. Because in fucking old boy, bro, this fucking fight scene is iconic. Yes. Absolutely fucking badass. Yep. Just very fucking amazing. Here, this fucking fight scene was stupid as fuck. Bro. Yeah. I will say that this is a perfect example of these Hollywood remakes. The fight scene in this one technically is pretty sound. You know, it's obviously choreographed pretty well. Uh, they do the cuts all right, but there this is like a Jason Bourne film. Yeah, it's just it loses all the charm and soul of the original one, right? Yeah. In the first one, you're claustrophobic because yes. you're like getting a side cut of the hallway. It feels like it's real. Uh, like a real guy fighting, you know, 15 guys. And in this one, it's just like, you know, a generic fight scene that Hollywood directed. And it's just, it's, there's no, like, nobody remembers this. Like, if you cut this whole scene out and post it on YouTube, nobody's going to be like, oh, you know what? I need to go watch that movie. This is just generic fight scene 5058. Yeah. And it's just, it's soulless, man. The main fucking reason I was so disappointed with this scene, bro, mm-hmm. is because... Like you said, like the first one was fucking like you get yeah. this claustrophobic thing, right? Yep. Here you get you're you're basically looking at a fucking spacious area, dude, <laughs> yeah. where there's no reason for them to fucking come out and all yeah. just fucking jump them, dude. Yeah. But no, they like they fucking it seems like they're fucking waiting. Uh-huh. And like it's like just there's a lot of room, bro. Just fucking go and fuck them up. Yeah. Stay, dude. And then like uh, yeah, dude, and it's like what the fuck is this, dude? Like what are you waiting for? Get this fucking don't fucking wait for him to fucking power. Yeah, you know, it's it's it, like technically it technically it meets the the criteria of the first film, but it just doesn't do it in a good way. Yeah, but the thing also too, dude, is that at least like Desu was able to sell some of the injuries, dude. He like mm-hmm. backs up a little bit. He doesn't really fucking do it in here. He doesn't well, he, sell any of the fucking. He does injuries. get stabbed in this one too, but it's like but whatever. it's after though. Yeah, it's like whatever. <laughs> but dude, great you brought that up, dude, because mm-hmm. that fucking stabbing part. 
that stabbing part fucking made me laugh, dude. <laughs> because it's like, oh, fucking this dude comes out of nowhere and fucking stabs him and then he reacts, right? Yeah. And then the fucking dude runs away. Yeah. And it's like, this shouldn't be funny, dude. Why is this making me laugh? This is a yeah. serious fucking part. Why am I laughing? Yeah, I'm not. I, and then out of that, I'm not taking this fucking movie seriously yeah, because yeah. of this shit, dude. It shouldn't be comical. Hmm. And then he fucking stumbled. Oh, dude, I fucking hate this part too because then he fuck. Because like in 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 the good one, <laughs> like the you like how I say it, dude, the good one, <laughs> the good one. Because yeah. in the good one, because like fucking he fucks them all up and then the elevator opens, hmm. and then like he fucking like he just gives him this fucking badass look like I'm gonna fuck you up, but you don't see them fucking him up. Yeah, you just see the elevator like open up and he just fucking walks away. Like, you don't fucking get that, dude. They they do the same kind of scene where, like, they show more enemies and then it cuts to him, like, killing them all. Yeah. They do the same kind of thing, but it doesn't have the same effect. Fucking zero. Yeah, it doesn't. So then when he stumbles out of this fucking room, dude, he gets help. And it, this part was fucking dumb, too, because it's like, all right, you already got, we already know that, like, the person that his captor is a fucking British dude with his accent. <laughs> yeah. So it's like some, it's like convenient that some motherfuckers already there and he helps him up and he has a fucking British accent. Mm -hmm. So it was already fucking obvious. Yeah, it was that yeah. it was him. Mm -hmm. Whereas the good one, he's fucking stumbling out and he's fucking fucked up and everything, and he collapses and the guy and some random guy's like, "Oh shit, here, let me help you, man." Yep. And then he goes, "Oh, take care, Desu," and you're mm -hmm. just like, "Oh shit, that's the guy." Yeah. And this shit off the bat, it's like, okay, British accent is fucking, it's him. Yep. Right? And then fucking yep. takes him to to uh, Chucky's fucking bar. Uh, yeah. The bar. Mm -hmm. I was so disappointed with this shit. I thought it was so fucking lame. I, I Damn, dude. <laughs> I needed a swig, brother. Yeah. I'm like almost done with this fucking beer because like, because I'm so disappointed with this shit, dude. Yeah, I'm about like 18 ounces out of this. Amazing 32 ounce of premium lager. <laughs> but I will say this though, man. Like when he goes to fucking uh to Chucky's place and uh -huh. they're like talking over everything. Yep. And then he gets that fucking phone call, but then he's like, Oh, I'm gonna call this fucking number back. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cool fucking that that uh he calls back and then boom, the stranger's right there mm -hmm. with his henchman. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was like pretty fucking cool that uh that the, the people that you thought it was like a safe environment, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give them fucking credit for that. Uh-huh. All right? Um, I will say this also is that uh, the ringtone that we get from the fucking phone. Yeah. Is is uh, Marie ends up finding out that it's the same fucking ringtone from Evergreen? Yeah. <laughs> Goes, like, dude, I, does, correct me if I'm wrong here, brother, but mm -hmm. does, does fucking... Um, does does he fucking tell, like fucking Joe, like hey, like uh, like I have I have your daughter, right? I don't. So remember. then it's like, why does he even go back to the fucking, to fucking uh Cheney, to torture him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Because like he finds out that like he tells him like right like he he tells him like hey I have Mia I kidnapped her, mm -hmm. right? So then it's like why the fuck are they? Why would he even go back to fucking like? To, to Cheney then. Oh, you mean like when he goes... Uh, yeah, when he gets paid off and shit. Yeah, well, okay, so what happens is that he shows him a video of... I guess it's like Cheney's henchmen. They uh -huh. like they have Marie like bent over with her pants off or whatever. Yeah. In the thing. I guess he doesn't know that it's Cheney, but he, he knows that that's her house, I guess. And then that's when he goes over there and then he finds out that it's Cheney and his gang. 
Mm. So I guess that's that's what happens. Is, does that make sense? No, it does, dude. I just again, it's done fucking poorly. Yeah. To the point where I'm just like, dude, I'm scratching my head. Yeah, and this whole scene is dumb too. I don't know. Do you have anything to say about it? Continue with it, brother. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is like then I'll the, chime in. This is like the the payoff scene where Cheney where Cheney's trying to get his revenge on Joe. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I'm a motherfucker. I'm gonna fucking cut your throat now. Like you know, the first yeah. one where he's like, I'm gonna break your fucking teeth. And then this one is just, you know, I will say, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, if you were to tell me that some no-name Korean actor could act better than Samuel L. Jackson in a movie, Fuck, I would have right? been I would have been like, no fucking way, dude. But the guy who played Mr. Park, his second role, or third role, was Old Boy in 2003, and he did a fucking better job of acting than Samuel L. Jackson Fuck. as Cheney in this movie. Because... Samuel Jackson and somebody's like, all right, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to torture you too. And then he gets a phone call. What? Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right, cool. And he just, it's, he phones it in, dude. It's like, I'm more confused how bad this is acted and how it's portrayed. Like, what? It's just, it's just so bad, man. Yeah, you, dude, like Spike Lee couldn't fucking be like, cut. Hey, dude, you got to do a little bit. Like, yeah. I, get, I get you're Samuel Jackson, dude, but mm-hmm. come on, let's, let's pick it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's over here heated. That, you know, I'm going to fucking get revenge on this guy. And then there's just a phone call. We don't hear anything. He's like, oh, what? Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. I'm cool. And he basically does exactly what, like, fucking, he does. Like, oh, oh, there's a fucking, there's something outside of the door for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me walk over. Yeah. Like, you don't need to fucking, like, narrate what the yeah, fuck you're going to do. Just do it. It's so forced and so shitty, whereas in, like, the other one, it was just so much better acted than the Korean one, man. It the, just. Yeah, yeah, dude, the man that did Park was fucking amazing dude yeah he even threw in that sucker punch and in this one fucking samuel jackson's like all right cool later i'm out he just just leaves he gets his money he's out (laughs) what the fuck man yeah so like i mentioned bro marie fucking gets like he he tells joe that the ringtone is from evergreen they're fucking like Mm -hmm. their their school Mm -hmm. and shit like that but here here's another thing dude it's like because like they do end up becoming like close and it's like they become intimate and shit Mm -hmm. but I, i again dude like when he fucking like threatened her and shit it's like what what made you fucking fall for this fucking dude yeah i don't know man like, again it was fucking forced zero fucking chemistry dog shit take another swig for that <laughs> but it leads it leads joe to go to the school yeah where he gets like the yearbook picture and he finds out that the the stranger is a vil- like the villain right yeah his fucking name is adrian mm-hmm. right and then it fucking goes to like uh like a gratuitous sex scene then right yeah <laughs> it's like it's like okay i guess you two like each other now y'all are smashing yeah i mean they were trying to like play fast and loose with a twist like they try to throw you away oh, loose you say it loose brother is that <laughs> what are you implying brother no, I was fucking with you. <laughs> no yeah so i already for this point like at this point I, spoiler i already figured out that his real daughter his real daughter was marie yeah so once he sends her off and he's like, don't ever contact me again. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just wondering at this point, okay, when are they going to fuck? Because I know that's his real daughter. Yeah. And then, you know, right on t- on cue, he saves her. And then that's when they fucking do it, dude. And I'm like, okay. Okay, nice try. But Yeah, dude. And then the whole thing is that's fucking like stupid about this too is that Chucky can see them fucking smashing. <laughs> and he, tr- <laughs> right, dude? And he can fucking like, he's trying to give them a call. He's like, you're trying to call them when you c- clearly fucking see they're fucking busy, dude. <laughs> Right, and it's like just so that you can tell him, like, hey, dude, like, like uh, the sister was a whore or whatever, like, because it gets revealed, right, that fucking, yeah, that that Adrian's dad, Arthur, mm-hmm. yeah, f- fucking had an incestu- incestuous relationship with not just Adrian, yeah. but his sister Amanda, mm-hmm. and that's fucking disgusting, dude. 
And I feel like this scene was also extremely stupid in this version is that the British, you know, Adrian, he's fucking listening in on the cell phone because he has a cell phone bug. Yeah. And he hears, uh, you know, his friend Chucky say that she was a whore. He just says it one time. Mm-hmm. And then Sets he, him off. Yeah. And then he fucking comes and kills him. Whereas <laughs> in the original one, you know, uh, what was his friend's name in the original? Uh, Juwan. Juwan. Sorry, I'm, I'm terrible with Cor- Korean names. But yeah, he's over there sitting at the, you know, the internet cafe saying, oh, she was a fucking slut, dude. This girl was like loose to everybody, you know. Everybody fucked her. I should have fucked her. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, triggers him to kill her. But yeah. in, in this remake, he's just like, oh, she was a whore. Yeah. And then he fucking, that's what triggers him. It, like, okay. But not even that, bro. Like, uh, like fucking Wu Jin, at least, like, he's listening to this shit. Yeah. And he lets it stew. He lets yeah, it exactly. Build, he lets that's it, what I'm saying. He lets it build up. Mm-hmm. And then fucking with the burnt disc, fucking cuts in half and fucking shanks him, kills him, dude. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can come up to me and call me a whore at least three times before I get even <laughs> mad. But one time, dude, it's like, just murder this fool? All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> fucking kill. Yeah, it was fucking lame as fuck. But then it goes to the flashback. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking like, like, there's like the young version of Joe is like, like at the fucking school. Yeah. And fucking takes fucking Adrian's sister's panties and shit. Yes. And then fucking sees the whole fucking greenhouse mm-hmm. scene. Where like, it's like, okay. And then, fuck, dude, like, this is fucking stupid because it's like, all right, cool. Whatever, dude. If you're going to make the twist like that, dude, like at least make it make sense, dude. Because like in this fucking scene, it's like it's like okay, like he he's at school and he goes to a greenhouse mm-hmm. and fucking sees Arthur, the dad fucking his daughter. Yes, right. And it's like okay, I'm not fucking making things to suggest because to fucking make it better because it's fucking disgusting incest and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like couldn't you wait to go home? Like, fucking, like, I'm not giving you suggestions to do what the fuck to do. Yeah. But it's like, dude, so it's like, all right, so now you want revenge because some dude fucking, like, saw your dad fucking your sister. And it's like, this is your fault, dude. <laughs> like, this is the dad's fault. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's weird, right? So he spreads a rumor, I guess. And then yeah. the dad decides to save his reputation by killing his entire family. So yeah. it's different from the first one, right? The first one, the sister kills herself. But in this one, the dad... He's going to kill the entire family. Yeah, and this part was so fucking dumb, dog. <laughs> like, I can't... Exp- like, I was almost fucking laughing to the point when, when they... Like, with tears, dude, when yeah. they, when I saw this stupid shit. Okay. Okay, dude. So, it goes to the flashback, right? Mm-hmm. Where he fucking... He, he's about to end everybody in his family, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So, he fucking clearly... Uh, and this part was fucking stupid, too. Is he goes into the room where his, where Amanda's in the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately she fucking like he sees him walk in, and starts taking off her clothes. It's like fuck, dude. Yeah. Like all right, boom, you're fucking dead. <laughs> fucking shoots her. Yep. Shoots the fucking wife. Uh huh. Then fucking walks all the way down and to fucking meet Adrian. Yeah. And then he like he wakes up. It's like did the two fucking shotgun shots not wake you up? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like they were trying to play it like he should have, like he should have been hiding because it was loud as fuck. But when he goes up to him, he already has his like pants undone. Like, was he jerking off or like was he was he like his sister getting undressed already? Yeah, he was getting undressed. Yeah, what so the it's, fuck, so dude? he so no, so it was so fucking dumb because he was like he was like, oh hey dad, and he fucking starts undressing, dude. He takes off his belt. <laughs> yeah, the and then fuck, but, but then again, like he's clearly seeing his dad walking up to him with a fucking shotgun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is gonna be like, oh hey dad, with a fucking <laughs> shotgun, starts undressing? <laughs> Boom, you're fucking shot too, mm-hmm. and then shoots himself. However, he doesn't fucking kill Adrian. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, he fucking shoots him and he fucking lives, yet he still fucking wants to fuck up Joe, even though his dad shot him. 
How I fucking know. confusing and stupid is that, dude? I guess they're trying to say that Joe's rumor is the whole reason that that happened, I guess, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It, but... it does, dude. Mm-hmm. But, like, hey, man, like, it, fuck, dude. Like, boom, boom. You're not waking up after two fucking gunshots? <laughs> not yeah. even, like, waking up, fucking taking cover. Yeah. You know, not fucking boom, boom. Oh, hey, Dad, I'm I'm fucking taking off my belt and I'm dressing <laughs> yeah. so you can fuck me. Yeah, you know, How right. fucking stupid was this? Yeah, you, this... Uh, yeah. Fucking dumb, dude. Mm. And to go back a little bit, dude. Okay. So this is where, like, Joe fucking gets that fucking box, dude, with fucking... Um, with Chucky's tongue in it. Mm-hmm. And this scene was fucking dumb, too, because, like, in the first one, dude, uh, when when Day Su fucking finds out that, or because he's he's like on the phone with like Juwan, right? Uh-huh. And he he dude he has his fucking crazy meltdown while he's driving his car. Yep. Right. He fucking clearly he cares about his fucking friend, dude. That mm-hmm. he's dead. Then when fucking Joe gets the fucking box with the tongue, and fucking knows that Chucky's dead, dude. Yeah. No emotion. He's just like, damn, like this fucking sucks. And fucking <laughs> and Marie's the one that's reacting way more. Yeah. than him dude mm-hmm. when marie doesn't even fucking know him so like 20 years of friendship dude fucking at least from what we know isn't mm-hmm. even suffice to a, a fucking emotion out of him i guess it's fucking stupid dude yeah fucking hated this part dude fucking dumb stupid i'm uh... <laughs> take a breath brother take a swig dude yeah let me get a swig before <laughs> i say another stupid shit that happens in here let okay. me get a swig All right, brother. So when he fucking go when when Joe goes to the penthouse, right? Uh huh. And he confronts him, and this is where the fucking big old revelation happens, right? Mm-hmm. That fucking uh, uh, the the daughter that was in the background on your phone and shit like that yeah. was was not your daughter the whole yeah, time. It was well, just yeah. it was just a fucking actress paid. Yep. And that your real daughter is Marie. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like okay, dude. So like you 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 went all the way to fucking do this fucking whole plot, dude. For what? Because of your dad? And then he, his fucking reason is because his dad was a great man. <laughs> his dad was a great man for fucking him, his fucking sister, and then trying to kill all of them. And he's a great man. Yeah, I would feel like uh, that kind of, despite what you can achieve as a human being when you're fucking your kids and then killing your family, it kind of disqualifies you from being a great man. But I mean, hey, it's just me. Chris Benoit was a better fucking father than this motherfucker. Oh, oh dude, did I go there? Shit. Wait, we're going to hell anyways, brother. <laughs> God damn it. That's pretty fucked up, man. Hey, man, Jimmy Kimmel's the one who said the joke, okay? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> he's Spicy. fucking... Dude, he's, he's begging for forgiveness in this shit, dude. Mm-hmm. This is dog shit. I'm sorry, dude, but this is... I'm not sorry, actually. Fucking yeah. Spike Lee, dude. You're a respected director. Do better here, dude. Yeah. I mean, even the whole fucking... The British villain was just... It was just tasteless, dude. Right? Like, really? I feel like he's fucking Dick Dastardly from fucking Wacky Races, <laughs> dude. Like, he, like, he's just a cartoon villain. I was just laughing with his fucking... His beard and shit. It was just yeah. so dumb, dude. And so then when he reveals, dude, that like... Like, the whole revelation, dude... So he's like, oh, I'm going to be the man of my word and I'm going to fucking shoot myself, dude. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking done poorly, dude. Yeah, he just shoots himself right then. Right there, right mm-hmm. in front of Joe, dude. Mm-hmm. Joe doesn't give a shit, dude. Yeah. He basically did him a favor. Yeah. It's so fucking... But like, he does leave him like fucking diamonds, right? That's what I forgot to mention. Yeah. He leaves fucking... At this point, I already clocked out, but I do remember the diamonds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this part was so fucking dumb too, dude. Is that like... 
like he because he's so fucking like disgusted with everything that's happened dude uh -huh. he decides to fucking write a letter to marie saying like oh we can never see each other ever yeah. again but here's fucking diamonds right here mm -hmm. right Yep. And then he fucking like checks himself into the hotel room <laughs> yep. for imprisonment, right? Mm -hmm. he, he goes back to Cheney, hey, fucking lock me up, right? Yeah. But dude, you didn't keep all the fucking diamonds. So why couldn't you take those fucking diamonds, get yourself some fucking money, and then start a fucking new life somewhere else? Uh, I think they're just trying to say like uh, he was so disgusted with his life that he just wanted to go back to living in you know solitary confinement. But it was just... It just was dumb. And even the end scene where it cuts to him, they're trying to play back to the original one where it cuts on his face and he smiles, but then he, he grimaces or <laughs> winces, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. But in this one, he just smiles. And it's just so, it's just stupid. Why it's, would he Why so would he be smiling? Like, it, it just, it loses yeah. the whole charm and the whole amb ambiguity of the original. Yeah, dude. And then to, to go back to the fucking, the original old boy, mm -hmm. is that at least like when, when, um, when Wu Jin fucking kills himself, dude, uh -huh. they have the flashback, dude, where like you're fucking, you feel sorry for him, dude, because he has so much emotion where he doesn't want to let go of her. Yeah. And it's like, damn, dude, with the music in the back and it's so fucking sad, dude. Mm -hmm. And then this one, when he shoots himself, it's like, oh, fuck, thank goodness that's over with. Yeah. I had no like, connection. You... I had no connection with the villain of this one where the other one, you know, he was evil to the core. This one, he's just like, a, like I said, like a cartoon fucking villain and yeah. oh, he's dead. All right. The end. Yeah. It was just, okay, what the fuck? Yeah, so he starts a new life, and mercifully, the fucking movie's over. Thank <laughs> fucking goodness. This movie fucking sucked. Yeah. This was dog shit. I could not wait to, for this fucking movie to end. And when the movie did end, I was so disappointed, dude. I was disgusted. Yeah. I felt some fucking like form of embarrassment for Spike Lee, because I know he's a fucking way better fucking actor. Yeah. Or, excuse me, director than this shit. Mm -hmm. And then after this, bro, actually, I went out of my way. To go see some of these fucking like um like interviews mm -hmm. that Spike Lee did for Old Boy, mm -hmm. and it's fucking horrible, dude. They ask him all these questions, dude. He fucking hardly answers them. Uh -huh. He like goes around the bush and fucking says like ah it's like they they ask him like oh this is one of the greatest movies of all time or is it up to par? And he's like oh it's a fucking remake. <laughs> and it's like dude like you clearly didn't give a fuck about this film, so why were you even hired to fucking do this? Yeah. So this is why I purposely fucking went to the plot points that I that we fucking uh, <laughs> you're right, dude. And, and clearly, bro, like I fucking I, I left out a lot. Uh -huh. So it's like if Mike Lee didn't give a fuck about this fucking movie, then I'm not gonna give a fuck about these plot points, bro. Yeah. That's why I did it all fucking half-assed, bro. Yeah, I will say, My I, bad. I've I'm only mad, right? <laughs> I've only heard bad things about this remake. I hadn't watched it until now for this podcast. But I will say, going into it, even with all that negativity surrounding it. I would say for the first third to maybe almost a half, I was kind of like, okay, this movie's not that bad. It's just kind of like a soulless remake. Maybe if you really hate watching movies in Korean and having to read the subtitles, you can get away with watching this movie. But the last two thirds to a half of it was just fucking dog shit. Way so, so take take a swig for that man. And it just yeah, I'm just, taking two actually. It Fuck. just yeah, it I I can't defend it after that. So yeah. So let's get into some of the other work, man, because I'm fucking sick of this fucking movie. Let's do it. Right, brother? So we're getting into Spike Lee, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right? Everybody knows about, like, Do the Right Thing, mm -hmm. Malcolm X, all those good fucking mm -hmm. movies. Recently, he's done fucking Black Klansman. Yeah. I heard good shit about it. I never actually went out of my way to watch it. I that. did see it. Yeah. Here's why I didn't fucking watch it, brother. Why? I was so fucking disgusted with this fucking movie, dude, that I didn't want to go out of my way to watch <laughs> any more of his shit, bro. Yeah. And then to make it even more so, 
is that I know that Spike Lee is a big uh, New York Knicks fan. Uh-huh. I hope the fucking New York Knicks never in my fucking lifetime win a fucking championship ever fucking again, <laughs> dog. Damn, fuck, that's some, fuck the fucking Knicks, that's bro. Cool I, that shit, dude. Now, like, like they're in New York. I don't give a fuck. They've always been a shit franchise, like for like the past <laughs> twenty years. Yeah, they make the playoffs, but they get exited all the time. But I fuck. I'm every time I fucking see the Knicks, bro. I'm gonna root against them. Fuck mm. this fucking team, dude. Understandable. Because of yeah. Spike Lee, dude. Okay. He did such a shit job, bro. Okay. So much. Yeah. But one movie I will say to go out of your way to watch it because, like, uh, he's he's not a bad director, bro. He's got he's got some fucking yeah. like mm. shit behind him, you know. Mm-hmm. And that movie is called The 25th Hour. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a movie that, uh, if you guys remember, if you checked out our episode for uh, American History X, uh, Edward Norton is in it. He is fucking amazing in it. Uh, there's this badass fucking uh, mono, like five-minute monologue Yeah, where Edward Norton just goes off on all like uh, the racial fucking prejudices mm-hmm. of shit yep. and the, like stereotypes of everything yep. in America. It's fucking amazing. Please go out of your way and watch The 25th Hour for the sake of fucking Edward Norton. Yeah, it is fucking amazing. Great actor, yes. Yes. Uh, any Spike Lee movies you'd uh, say, brother? Or uh, Nothing's jumping out at me, so. So let's just go to the next one? Yes. Sounds good to me, brother. Uh, next one we're going to go to is Josh Brolin, bro. And it makes me so fucking sad, brother. Josh Brolin was in this because we mentioned, dude, he is a fucking sick actor, dude. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I very much enjoy his work. Yes. I will say this is his worst fucking movie, dude. <laughs> this is fucking horrible, man. I agree. Yeah. dog shit. Yep. And it's not really his fault because I know Spike Lee fucking like directed him to do how it is, uh-huh. you know. But like at the end of the day, dude, he had to execute. He just didn't fucking do it. Yeah, you know. But uh, don't take this piece of shit fucking uh, performance uh, get you to not see his other work because he is fucking amazing. Mm. Uh, movies that everybody's already seen, fucking The Goonies, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, probably his greatest, his greatest fucking movie, No Country for Old Men. Ooh, yep. Right. But the movie I would say go out of your way to watch is Sicario. Mm-hmm. And it is done by my favorite director currently right now is Denny Villeneuve. Anything he does is fucking amazing. So please check out Sicario. Benicio Del Toro's in that movie. He is a fucking badass in it, man. Yeah. Very much enjoyed Sicario. Please go out of your way to watch that movie. Do you have anything from Josh Brolin, brother? Uh, no, no. Country for Old Men is my favorite, hands mm-hmm. down. Just such a great fucking film. You know what's cool about that movie, bro? What? Is uh. Like the three characters in that movie is Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. Not once in the fucking movie are all of them together in one scene. Yeah. Which creates the fucking tension and it. Mm-hmm. It was fucking done so great. Yeah. Love the movie. The ending's a little fucking questionable, but that's for another day. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Next person we're going to go to is uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And we mentioned we're not fans of her. I, Chris, yeah. I'm not a fucking fan of her. Yeah, me either. Uh, but one movie that she was in that I thought was pretty fucking good, man. I would say go out of your way and check out Martha, Martha, excuse me, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Mm. This is have you seen that one, brother? Has John no. Hawks in it? It sounds kind of familiar that you yeah, name it. Yeah, it's but... um John Hawks used to be the fucking uh, the leader of a cult, mm-hmm. and she escapes from it. So they're trying to fucking like get revenge on her. Mm. Mm, it's very good, bro. I would say she, uh, and this was, I believe, her first film. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, disregard fucking old boy. <laughs> you know, go out of your way to check out Martha Marcy May Marlene, man. That movie was fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Good fucking movie. Uh, the other, we're going to get into uh, Charlton Copley. Uh, the other movie I saw him in besides uh, this piece of shit, dog shit of a movie, Ticket Swig, and um, Hardcore Henry was District 9. 
Mm, okay. Did you ever check out that, that one, dude? No, that, but that's another one I need to see. Yeah. yeah, I actually went to theaters and watched that one. Yeah, a lot of people did. Yep. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say go out of your way to check that movie out. And what do you say, brother? I think it's time we give it the overall ranking that this dog shit of a movie, Take Another Swig, deserves. I, I think we should. And let's do it, brother. Who wants to go first? You tell me. I will let you go first. Thank you, brother. I was okay. hoping you'd say that because okay. I have a lot to say. Yes. I was so fucking disappointed <laughs> with this dog shit of a movie. This is a perfect example where fucking movies should not be remade. If you're going to remake a movie, fucking enhance it or at least improve it in some sense. And this did absolutely fucking nothing. It regressed it so fucking bad to the point where I was embarrassed for Spike Lee, dude. A respected director like him should not have any of that fucking feeling at all. Yeah. I was embarrassed for Josh Brolin, dude. He's a fucking respected actor. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I fucking hate this, man. Yeah. Fuck this movie. I'm giving it fucking one out of ten stars. Oof. Fuck this movie. This shit was awful. Oof. And I will never watch this movie ever again. Oof. Fuck this movie, dude. Damn. And and I'll also say this, man. If you enjoyed this fucking movie more so than the fucking, the original, old boy, fucking just unfollow me now and don't talk to me ever again. Fuck this movie, dude. <laughs> Damn. It's dog shit. It's that fucking bad. Fuck Damn. this movie. Oh, well, I don't know how I can follow up with that. But uh, yeah, I will say this movie, mm, it started out not too bad for me because I, I came into it knowing that it's an English remake of the original. But it just, it, it didn't have any of the soul of the original it just completely sucked it out Fucking of it none, dude. you had great actors so that wasn't the problem you had a great director that wasn't the problem either there was just no heart in this movie they it's like they watched the original movie they knew what needed to be said and how it was like they knew the the end the middle beginning and end of the movie and they just they just shot it and were like okay technically it satisfies all those needs but there just wasn't any heart to it. No soul. Didn't have any of the charm of the original. Fuck. For me, man, I'm going to go less harsh than you. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Shit, dude. I wouldn't watch this movie again, after, especially after watching the, the original. It's just, there's just nothing there. There's no redemption. I mean, if you really hate reading subtitles that bad, then just don't watch this movie <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. like, fuck. If you can't read, then just give it up. <laughs> Learn Korean instead. <laughs> but, fuck, yeah. dude! And to put a fucking cherry <laughs> on this fucking shit scoop of a fucking ice cream, dude. Yeah. Of a of a Sunday. Uh huh. Is that I saw an interview where, uh, the director of Old Boy, the the re, the the original one, uh-huh. Park Chan Wook. They asked him, "What did you think of the the remake?" <laughs> and there's this whole fucking like everybody's fucking giggling, dude, which already <laughs> tells you that this fucking movie's a joke. Yeah. And he and he just honestly says, "I never watched it." Yeah. Which so, is the fuck, the, dude? That's what one does of the, that tell you? That's one of the kindest things you can say. That's an insult, still. <laughs> so yeah, brother, fuck it, man. So fuck this movie, please. I hope you didn't go out of your way to watch mm-hmm. the movie. I hope you took the time to check out this episode, and we're gonna wrap it up right there. Yeah. And so thank you, everyone, again for joining us, man. It's been fucking. Yeah, it was quite. Actually, it wasn't that much of a chore to fucking. It was a chore to fucking watch the fucking movie, the remake yeah. again. But to record it was a lot, lot more simple, right, bro? Because yeah. we can just talk shit about it. Yeah, a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're going to wrap it up there. And please join us next week for another episode. We actually have a nice, cool fucking announcement to make. Is that next week, we're going to have our very first fucking guest. Ooh. Our very first guest. And this automatically puts this good brother into the We Side Boys Hall of Fame for being our very first <laughs> guest. And that is none other than our good brother, 
fucking Ned Nava, man. <laughs> so he's out there fucking probably laughing his ass off. Yeah, probably. So Ned Nava's going to, our, our good homie fucking Ned is going to join us for the discussion. He's going to give us some fucking in-depth analysis mm-hmm. for this next movie. Yep. So please be on the lookout for that one. And I can't wait for y'all to listen to it. So remember everybody to fucking be kind to one another. Much love to all of you. I'll take another swig because I'm going to say dog shit. So here's your swig. <laughs> and much love to all of you. Peace, everyone. Mwah. See you later. Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review one of the most underappreciated films you will ever see. And that movie is The Killing of a Sacred Deer, a film directed by Yorgos Lantimos. So please go out of your way to check out the film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up. <laughs>